many coherent thoughts out of you today since you haven't had dinner yet? Well, let's find out. Let's roll the dice. <laughs> and there she goes. And it's, we're off and running. So, Jared, you had a ton of ideas this week. Where do you want to start? Oh, God. Um, let's start with Kanye. That's a nice light topic to start with. Yeah, super Hasn't light. he done this before? I don't know. I don't know if he's ever formally, quote-unquote, formally said that he's running for president. I don't know how formal this is. Yeah, I mean, I don't but, know. Uh, that post I sent you guys today, did you see it? Like, this is equivalent to Michael Scott declaring for bankruptcy. <laughs> like, yeah. that's literally what I thought of when I saw his tweet. I was like, dude, I don't think that's how it works. You yeah, can't you, just tweet, I'm, I'm running for president. Running for president. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't imagine that he's just like, all right, I'm – gonna be president now in his head after like, I, didn't, I didn't just say it I, I tweeted it so it's it's real it's out there yeah i don't know would you vote for him i would vote for a chimpanzee <laughs> before i would vote for kanye oh, west jesus christ yeah so i sense a racial undertone there hey i'm a big barrio guy it's got nothing to do with race the gotcha. All right, I'd rather vote for goldfish. I don't <laughs> say go. whatever. Whoa. Whoa. I love how the gotcha version, the, the gotcha part of this podcast just continues. We're just trying to catch it's all. It's all about me. Moses is trying <laughs> well, to bury himself over here. When you, when you drop our words left and right, yeah, it's a little easier. I listen to too many comedians' podcasts where they just have no filter. Would you but vote I mean, for him, the, Adam? The, what's that? Would you vote for him? No. But I do... I do love the aspect of the write-in vote that's been in our government forever. So it it, it owes it's at least comic relief, if if anything else. You know, it's not like the days of it's like the days of when Harambe was being <laughs> written in and I forgot about you know, that. Yeah, and like uh, I don't know, even things like when David Ortiz was written in for like mayor of Boston and stuff. It's just I don't know. It's just kind of funny. I mean, I don't put any stock into any of that. Um, anything that Kanye says, for the most part, he's pretty loony. Well, I mean, it, it's it sad. Is. It's sad when like he, he tweets something like that, and if we he's trying to be genuine, yeah. Like I literally just like <laughs> scrolled right past it. Yeah, I didn't even give it a second of thought. A moment. So, you almost kind of treat him like somebody who's like special needs, and he's yeah. just like, oh, that that kid. He thinks he's going to be a grown <laughs> up with a job one day. You you, you go you you go and run for Chase president. Those Come on, keep it up. So, but Ty, what, what do you think was going through his head as he like made this declaration on Twitter? Well, so this is like interesting, right? So I'm talking to Rob hits me up yesterday. Like him and I will text occasionally. And uh, he just was like, yo, so what do you think? Are you yay 2020 or something <laughs> like that? Just laughing about it. And I was just like, dude, like I hope nobody even gives him the time of day with this stuff. And classic labelle staunch conservative is like oh well, dude, you, do, you do know this is like a, a whole conspiracy that him and trump have put together to to steal some of the democratic vote that, that is the conspiracy all over the internet yeah yeah what do you think about that what do you think about that i think it's fucking ridiculous dude i think that's the fucking stupidest thing i've ever heard what, See, what I, on earth here's why i think it's stupid tell me what kanye west gets out of that just he, he, I think he wants to keep Trump in office. He loves Trump, dude. You He's been one of those really think that guy loves Trump enough to devise this massive cons- conspiracy theory to steal Democratic votes 
just so that, that I mean, Kanye's life does not change one fucking iota. Whether I, I think there's Trump there is a president. valid chance that that is real. I don't think he's going to put in a massive amount of effort. I think he's going to put in the amount of effort of a couple tweets, a couple of videos. But dude, he's been like one of Trump's biggest outspoken supporters when it's very not Hollywood to support Trump. Well, I would say the only reason why I may agree and say there's a realm of possibility is because we're talking about two fucking idiots. Two lunatics. Not even idiots. <laughs> two mentally yeah. unstable lunatics. They're not, they're not all there. There's dumb people, and then there's these people. They're not in the same ballpark. Yeah. I don't know. He's definitely going to get votes, which is the scary part. People are going to write his name in just, just, just out of you know comic relief. But I don't, I don't put. I, I agree with Ty. I don't really put very much, if at all, any stock into that. I think it's just another one of those crazy things that we're all just going to be talking about. I would love to see him in a debate. Think of how entertaining adding him to a Joe Biden Donald Trump debate would be. He'd be talking about seeing sound in the galaxies and. God, and it would be unbelievably entertaining. I mean, between that and like the Biden gaffes, dude, we'd be and we'd Trump be ripping for... Biden a new one. It would be incredible TV. It'd be we must yeah. see. We, we'd be in for a hell of a, a debate. Do you think it gets that far? Would they even put cut? <laughs> Another Alex Jones thing? No. They get hot. I got, uh, hot. They, I got they, hairy they... legs. That turn, that 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 turn, uh, uh, um, blonde in the sun, and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down, so it was straight, and then watch the hair come back up again. They look like I know that masked with Kanye's absurdity. <sighs> we, I, dude, does it make? Does it go that far? Does Kanye make a debate? No. No, 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 they don't even dude. let uh, third party candidates. No, it's, anyway. it's, are you talking about 2020? Is he running yeah, for 2020? All right. Well, yeah, it's not happening. He's not going to join any debates. It's going to be then, Biden then and Trump. And he's got no chance to influence the election. He's not even going to do a debate. <laughs> oh, so, so now, yeah, you, he, he, now, like, now you've decided that there's no chance. Well, this I, I, happen? I thought he would like actually make an effort to be like a serious candidate. Uh, I, no. I think Siri, I'm not talking to you. He's established his, his, craziness long ago that literally i don't give anything he says any merit unless you know he's like releasing an album i think that's kind of where he is now and i wouldn't i wouldn't yeah, true. it could it, it could totally be related to the album release i didn't even think about that i mean the, 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 i mean any publicity doesn't matter whether he's running for city council president doesn't matter people are just going to be talking about kanye and that's what people like him thrive off of they just want to yeah. hear their names West out running there. for calabasas county city council member <laughs> oh, man. i would actually i would vote for him for uh for city council or something oh would, yeah just to see what would happen oh absolutely because you it's think a he's low... the only african-american in calabasas he may be no no tons of those like the, well uh, all the like kardashian husbands and baby yeah. moms. <laughs> oh god jared what do you think of last week's episode um didn't listen to a second of it <laughs> I'm not going to listen to the show. Like, I don't know. I, uh, I got some awesome Adam drops. I'm, I, 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 I need to slowly but surely build a library. And right now it's, it's Adam. Well, why do you need Adam drops if you have Adam right here? Well, because it's, it's just funny to be able to drop in random stuff that you say. This, what are you doing? Like sound captures? Favorite. Like comparing 
a friggin' <laughs> to like an elephant. Like it, it's it's not even on the same. Like if you're comparing, it's literally apples to oranges. What was I mean, the first word you said? I missed it. What to an elephant? Around it to oh, Texas. Well, you, you shut up. Maybe it, we can too, hear it. It's it's literally that's like comparing a friggin' raisin to like an elephant. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty awesome quote. I'll give you that. A raisin to no, an I, elephant. I, nice. Not compare around it to Texas. It, it, it's two. It's it's literally like two different countries in a way. <laughs> He's like Biden. He's like Biden. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. I could actually finish my sentences. Listen, this one's good too. I think I could be a rodeo clown. <laughs> that's a, that that's out of one. context. And I think that, that that that's a good one to just drop in random places for sure. Yeah, this is a this is a good one. We all laughed at this one. The individual states. I mean, you look at the name. We are the United States, so it's the nice. fifty individual <laughs> states. Well, that's true, though. You're right. It is. It is true. The that is the name of our country. That. I do think. I do think people don't think of it that way, though. I think they just think of it as like a big name. Well, now you've just totally flipped that on its head. Now I know. Everyone's looking now everyone's aware of Not what it actually means. Not just a big name. <laughs> Mom, mom, think about it. I listened to this guy on the podcast today. We're the, uni- we're the United States. There's states. individual states that we unite. Are united. When you put them together, <laughs> they unite. USA, baby. Woo. Um, so how was everyone? How, Ty, how was your fourth? Is that really what we want to talk about on the podcast? I, right, I don't well, see why not. We've talked about your brother. We've talked about me. I don't know. We can talk about what you guys did in the fourth. I don't know. My fourth was good. Went out to a uh, a winery in the middle of absolutely nowhere. The Two desert? Two north of me. Yeah. It's like not, not that close to Oklahoma, but I mean, it's, it's a good half hour north of me, and I'm pretty north. Um, they just had like an outdoor band, had people hanging out, bring your own chairs, drink wine and shit. Nice. Um, yeah, it was good. Had a good fireworks show at the uh, MLS stadium down the road from us in Frisco. Um, what was I going to ask you? Are is there a lot of desert out there? Uh, no, nah, it's like prairie. Okay. Some yeah. Tumbleweeds like and kind of dry, like, like, driving through Arizona. Same shit. Well, it's just more like grass fields, like golden grass fields. You know what I mean? Nice Have you seen a tumbleweed yet? <laughs> Um, yeah, I think we did. Her and I, uh, Eric and I were walking through like Waco. This was a m- like a month and a half oh, ago. Oh, geez. Waco. And we like stopped in our tracks. It wasn't like a real tumbleweed per se, but it was just a collection of things. <laughs> like, and the, and the town was empty because this was like peak COVID. And it yeah. was just one little like tumbleweed thing rolling through the center of the town. Yeah. And I just feel just... like you always see that in like, TV or just like cartoons that that depict that part of the world or even just Texas in general, and it's just, I've always wondered like, oh, are there actual just like tumbleweeds just flowing around? But I guess it depends on where you are. There is truth to the myth. All right, debunk. I'd ask you guys what you did, but I'm looking at fucking Red Lobster right there. I can, I can so tell. It's only from the biceps up and then stops at the neck. It's just one little chunk of me. Those would be so tan. No, it's already starting to feel, dude. I got to put some already? something on. Yeah, That's pretty quick. Dude, I was so red yesterday when I woke up. So red. 
I could barely sleep on Saturday. I was so yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah, it fucking it sucked. It's awful. It totally sucked. That's what we get. Ray Baker, undefeated, baby. Ray Baker. All what right, what else we got for topics? What was that, Adam? Ray Baker. Go <laughs> <laughs> um, Tigers. Speaking of PFT or PMT and PFT, did you guys read the article I sent you? I know Jared didn't. I'm asking Adam. When did you? When did you about send big, it? About Big Cat or PFT? Oh no, PFT I, I, I read PFT. I, I read that one. Yeah. What do you think? Like when about did you send the article. It, it it wasn't that pretty much him. I mean, I read it a while ago. Wasn't it pretty much him saying, like, and it it was kind of similar to the Big Cat article in a way, was it not? Well, it was more directly calling out Dave. Like he basically went at Dave and and said, yeah. I was just when I read when I read that, I remember thinking to myself like, you know, Portnoy has been very obviously outspoken about his stance on all of this stuff, and to be honest, I mean, I think. Not that I'm disappointed, I guess, but I guess I'm a little surprised with how outlandish Big Cat and PFT can be or have been that they've literally gone the almost the opposite way, completely opposite way of of Portnoy entirely. Yeah, Yeah, like it's it's really like that they're actually. I mean, I don't think Big Cat has ever been like that. I think Big Cat's always the guy who loves to be loved. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just loves to make people laugh. But it's a polarizing thing for, for both for both him and PFT because like they, they're usually just like they're just off the cuff kind of people. Right. Not not in the same realm as Portnoy. More in, more in just a kind of a goofy way. Yeah, in a goofy way. But like to that for them to like each put out their own individual blogs, which they don't really do anymore. They do it very rarely, you know, these days, because they're just so they're just like the the big picture people now with the whole company but yeah i mean it's it 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 does go and go against what portnoy has been saying this whole time my my problem with it i don't necessarily i i didn't uh like pft's article honestly like if i'm dave i would have been like dude like fuck you talk to me about this stuff if you want to talk to me and 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 you know, it's tough because they promote this like, hey, we want you to, yeah, we want you to talk about how you're feeling. So right. you go both ways with it. But like, I don't I didn't necessarily have a problem with Dan and Kevin writing those uh, mea culpas, basically like apologizing for everything they've ever done. Would I do it? No. But no. like my problem with it is like they fucking left Dave out to dry. Yeah. Like. There wasn't one part of them that thought to themselves like, okay, I know this guy. I've been working with him literally like as close as you can work with someone, you know what I mean? In the most intimate setting for how many fucking years? And they don't say one word about, hey, listen, what he said was fucked up. We're a comedy site, right? We, you know, we push the boundaries and sometimes we're going to say things that we shouldn't, right? And when we do that, you know, we walk that back. But I can tell you, I know Dave is not a racist person. Yeah. I know him. Right. I work with him. He's a friend. I, I, I want to staunchly defend the fact that I do not think this represents him as a person, blah, blah, blah. And none of that was said. All of it was a race to apologize. And in, P- in PFT's case, a race to defend his... African-American colleagues. And the point he made is fair. 
It what what was the point? Those, do you remember? Yeah, I guess I'll explain it to you. He was just <laughs> Give me trying, cliff notes. He, he he was just trying to say right. It, the the um, headline of the article is it's insanely unfair that we put our black employees in this situation, and he was referencing the fact that Dave didn't really apologize in that first video he put out. Yeah, it's more just like look fuck you guys I, you guys the, everyone doing this are the, you're the same people that have tried to take me down yeah time, and I, I saw the first video again, right so um you know he's just saying uh it's fucked up that you know our black coworkers have put uh in an unfair position uh to have to choose between either a accept uh racist remarks or b publicly fighting with their boss um put yourself did dave in say shoes. the n-word in the video? Uh, yeah, so I, I, I looked up all three videos. Because um, I saw the first, like, Kaepernick one where he was comparing him to, like, a Muslim or something like that. Yeah. I didn't see him drop Wh- the N-word. Which, I mean, like, he kind of cringe, right, just because the yeah. age we're in. But I really didn't have that much of a problem with that. Um, and honestly, the other one, too, where he says the N-word, he's, like, saying song lyrics. He's in a rundown, like talking about, I don't remember who it was, but it was some rapper or something like that. And he was like, oh, he always says stuff like this, like, blah, 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 blah. and like, we'll say the N word as if he's saying a lyric. Yeah. Like he didn't say it in, in, you know, a way that you would say like, whoa, holy shit. Yeah. Like just said that. It was just like a, an off the cuff, like him, you know, mimicking lyrics that this guy would say. So and again, again I, I, mean, I think this is, this goes right along with what we've been saying, how it's, you know, when, when these things were for, like, I'm not talking about the second thing, but the first thing about Kaepernick and that controversial thing that was like, what, four or five years ago when that yeah. happened. Yeah. The, and nobody, I mean, I'm sure people like when they heard it, they probably had a reaction to it and then they moved on and no one really talked about it. And now because of what's happening now, it's now getting all of this publicity that it never would have gotten if it weren't for the recent events. I think that that part is there's like a double standard. Like, so it would have been, I guess, in the public eye, it, I'm not saying it would have been okay if not for the recent events that have occurred in this country. We but like, nobody would have put up a stink about it unless things had happened. Now they're saying, yeah, see, Barstool has a history of this, and here's why. Here's five years ago what what they said. Like that part, I I don't. That's why I'm not I'm I'm not on board with. I, I would say I am on board with Portnoy and then the way he's handling it to an extent. And I'm more against like the PF, like you said, the PFT article. I, I didn't love either his or Dan's a lot. Cause I think it was kind of like not cowardice, but it was more like them just, just came doing, off as pandering. Yeah. They're just doing like, Hey, like yeah. I don't want to piss anybody genuine, off. Right. But yeah. Like see, and here's my thing. That's what happens when it's in the written word. Now they got off. Nobody, you know, their fans aren't going to criticize them. Um, But when it's in the written word, it's up to all of us to assume tone. You know what I mean? And and I can easily, uh, you know, make that come off as pandering in my own head. What I wish these fucking guys would do is have to talk about it. Talk about it. Yeah. Just talk about it and say the things you want to say in this fucking blog post. Like, Dan references the fact at the very end. He's like, oh, you know, my bad for any, like, spelling errors. I haven't done a fucking blog in, you know, a year. It's like, yeah, Dan, because you're a fucking talk, you know, uh, basically a talk show personality at this point. 
fucking right. talk about real issues. Yeah, dude. that's a good point. Like we've we've heard you make all the fucking jokes about no sports we can possibly hear. Like it would be <laughs> fascinating to listen to those two guys have a real conversation, even if we disagree with them. And they just they fucking had, won't do it. And they had Arian Foster, and we talked about that. Which, when you think about it, like, and I know because he's a football player, so I know that that kind of hits like, all right, well, it's a sports podcast. But obviously, they didn't have him on there to talk about sports. He he was talking about all the things that you know he he thinks that the NFL should do and what the the U.S. government should do about things that we've all been talking about. And then there was the zero like, not not, not that you can debate like there, obviously there, ending there was racism, zero but, diversity. No, none at all. They're just like, oh yeah, like and he could have said anything. Yeah, anything said, at all. He could have said what I think the solution is is to cut your dicks off right now. They would have said Be like, oh, you know yeah. what? I agree. I, I love it. You're 100% right. Percent agree. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, exactly. And, and you, you guys, you guys remember what Arian Foster became famous for, right? Like after he retired, right? What quote? He came on Joe uh, Rogan because of this quote. I'm gonna remember it once you say it. That he could beat a wolf in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the same dude. Yeah. And again, yeah. If, if it was, if it was, and, and I guess if it was a a white dude that came on and was talking about the same stuff, they would have still been like, oh yeah, 100%, we agree. Like, there's not going to be any like, hey, well, I agree with the idea of this, but what do you think about this? Yeah, instead? yeah. How, how do you think it would work if this were to happen? Right. Like, right. challenge them to get them to a point where they're explaining it to where it actually makes sense and there's some real thought put behind it instead of just saying whatever's on your mind and then just, I agree, I agree, I agree, I agree. Yeah, agree. like they, they already have these pre, they, they already know what they're going to say before Foster's done talking about like all you got You guys know Ellie Schnitt, right, from Barcelona? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So she had one podcast like the, the week all this shit happened and she had some like white activist on and she was going on and on and on about, you know, Here's how you protest. Here are the things you need to bring to the protest. Make sure you have water and comfortable. <laughs> I mean, it was just embarrassing. And you could tell, like, like we just talked about, right, is this woman was not on to have a conversation. She was on to preach. Yeah. And Ellie would just say, like, yeah, like almost like pause and like think like, okay, I really don't agree with this, but. What do I, what I, am I supposed yeah, to say? Yeah. yeah. Like one of the things she said was that this activist was like, you know, she's like, I think if every time there's unjust police brutality against a black person, if we burn down a police station, every time that happens, then I think we'll see real change. And Ellie like waits three seconds and goes, yeah, no, I agree. And it's like, <laughs> like come on, you can't possibly agree with that or think that's a rational thing to say. And by having that person on and then as soon as that person signs off in her mind, she's like, Oh, I'm good. I'm no, good. no, you like, know what, you know what she's saying? God, Way to go, Ellie. You're looking in the mirror going, you're helping change the world. And that's so, so the fucking problem. L l let me jump in here. I'll play devil's advocate a little bit. Because uh, the way I've looked at this is how would I handle it if I was in their situation? And I know it's not apples to apples. But or raisins to elephants. Is that or raisins, raisins, or raisins to, to elephants. elephants. Absolutely. I'll, I'll come up with more. Of yeah, I now. need. Yeah, that should be your thing now. <laughs> but Im imagine in our workplace if we had a situation pop up similar where there was a, a, an opinion that was black and white in terms of being unpopular and not what you should be said right now in the current political climate. And your options are 
apologize, even though you're not really sorry, because it's the thing that's going to make you look best and probably the thing that society wants you to do or really, really own it and stand up for your boss, but it's going to potentially blacklist you or blackball you in the rest of the world. Like, I think that's a tougher choice than we're make, discussing it as. I, I, I think you're missing the point. I think you can do both. And that's but I think I it takes real it. balls. It takes real balls to actually say what you think and be an asshole and say, tell people to fuck off in a situation like that. It's easy to tell people fuck off when you're KFC on the normal KFC show when you're on top of the charts. I think it takes real balls to be your authentic, genuine self when you have every eyeball in the world on you and there's real ramifications, repercussions of what you're doing. And I don't think that those but guys have the well, real balls. D- Dave, Dave showed it can be done. Right, because he has the real balls, and I don't think the other guys do. I just, I think there yeah, are ways. Right. Don't. There are ways to not say "fuck off," but still be like, "Hey, I understand." There's really crazy things going on. I understand there's change, and, but they can also give your own take on it. And it does. I'm not. We're not saying that you have to be like, "I don't agree with any of this." Fuck you guys. I don't care. But you, can, you, there can be more diplomatic about it. You can sympathize with what's going on, but you can also stand for what you and speak up with what you actually think too and not just in a pandering sort of way yeah i, I think i think, I think there's a way that. to do it yeah so dave came out and said fuck off because yeah. he was you know he knew the people that were starting that whole you know movement online against them which is what he does and, all the time like he, he's right. immediately like knee-jerk reaction yeah right right um and then you know it came to light that you know a lot of his employees were like dude, fuck you. Like, you're not going to even <laughs> say sorry for that. Yeah. Like, fuck you. And it got back to him. He did another video and was like, mm-hmm. okay, I definitely missed, you know, the entire point, the first video. He's like, I still feel that way about people who try to take me down no matter what, but I want to address my employees and I right. want them right now to feel like you should be proud to work at Barstool and that we have, you know, a welcoming and diverse environment, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Said all the right things. Yeah, which so, I think that was that was fair. It, he should have done that, right? Because I don't yeah. think it's the right thing to do for him to just say, yeah. "Fuck off!" Like, you know, you're not canceling me. I'm uncancelable, right. right? Like, you have and to think, be able to play both sides. I think that's also a product of how Barstool's been but we really haven't had a social movement like this in a while, especially since Barstool has been, been relevant. So yeah, like saying fuck off is going to be like, yeah, everyone's like going to report it on for like little things. Like when like, uh, what's that, what's that competing? I wouldn't say competing, but that dead spin, like, 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 like exactly the, the dead spin shit when he's like, fuck off dead spin and like tweets right at him. Everyone's like, yeah, like it's easy for him to do that. But when, when it came to this situation, the, the way he initially handled it, you can't just say, fuck off, I'm going to do whatever I want. You have to be, you, can, you don't have to pander, but you can be more diplomatic. And by making that second video, that's what he did. And so, I think Dan and Kevin could still be sackless and still stand up for Dave and at yeah. least vouch for Dave. I, I would have liked them to stand up for Dave and Barstool because they know what it right. stands for. It's right. never Instead, been about separating people over. and hate and racism. Yep. Right. They rolled Absolutely. over and said, scratch my belly. I'll be a good boy. You know what yep. I mean? That, that's and, the hey, kind of the point safe, I was getting at. Right? It worked. You know, they, I, they took they, the easier no, way out. We haven't heard shit about it. Yep. No. 
Um, not, not one bit. I will, I will say one thing just because we're on this topic. When, Ty, you brought up Ellie Schnitt on her podcast. So one, I may have mentioned this before, but when everything went down, everything happened with, with like George Floyd and everything like that, and the whole like Instagram thing with like the black screen and all that stuff, I remember going on and like looking at, you know, obviously I'm just scrolling through Instagram and I went, I came across chicks in the office and I noticed that they posted some links, like several links and there were all different websites, but all related to like black lives matter and, you know, ways to fund certain things and donate, you know, to charities and whatnot. So I just was curious. I started clicking on some of these links. Now this is like, again, right when the shit hit the fan, like uh, whatever that was a Tuesday, blackout Tuesday, what is what it was? I don't remember. Something like that, like a week after everything happened. And one of the links I, I clicked on, and again, the, I, I don't listen to their podcast. They may have mentioned something. They may have, they may have interviewed people about it. So I, I'll be fair and say I, don't, I didn't actually do my research with their actual podcast. But one of the links that I clicked on doesn't really, it didn't really say this, but after I clicked on it, it was like a petition to defund the Minnesota police. Yeah. Like, and I'm, and we're trying to think like, wow, like that's a really, that's not just like a charity to donate to. Like you're, you guys are making a statement. You're, you're yeah. pretty much. And, and again, Something but, that will impact a, a community as a whole. But, but let me ask you this. Do you think that they posted that with the idea that I support defunding the police? Or do you think they of just course. posted it because, Oh, like, I, I, I really hope that, you know, I'm, it, it's a Black Lives Matter thing, so I'm just going to post it because I know people are going to love it. No, I, I think, think they, they did it the same reason everybody else is virtue signaling. It's yeah. to look good and make themselves look like they care. They don't know what defund the police even means. That, They've and, never and, looked and at a budget in their life. And that's what I'm saying. So, like, they, they just threw it out there. I don't know if they ever broached the subject and talked more about it, but when I saw I think it, I was they like, probably did, right? But they didn't get into the specifics like no. they would have needed to right if you're going to try to promote something like that like again like that's like it's one thing to post a black screen and hashtag bml right and like, it's another <laughs> thing to post something <laughs> bml blm whatever the hell it is <laughs> black matter lives i don't know black lives matter it's one thing it's another thing entirely to post a link that's like hey if you click on this and you put your information your names that are going to petition to defund the, the police of minnesota or, or, or Minneapolis or whatever. So I just felt like that was an example in my mind. Like, I don't think you guys understand exactly what you're doing. I think you are doing it because you think it's the right thing to do and you just want to get out ahead oh. of the game. But without realizing, like, that's a strong stance to make. I mean, we've been talking about this every episode, at least for a little bit, about – I don't know what how- we're going to talk about when cancel culture is over, dude. I mean, we're fucked. <laughs> We might have to no go COVID, to sports, no cancel sports, culture. Yeah, We're if fine. sports come back. But I, that, that, that just stood out to me, and it just made, it just made me realize, like, yeah, it's well, either pandering or you really have no idea what you're putting on there. So I think both. you brought up a good point, right? And I think it's as much as – I mean, it's, my, it's now going to be my favorite pastime to just shit on these people who virtual, virtue signal, right? Um, but I do think for the most part – I do. <laughs> I do. I do think that it is coming from a good place like i think they're genuinely think they're trying to do the right thing i think I some, I just some think, of them do i i, I think some of I think I, most of them do i you think, think most peter king really cares about pablo sandoval being fat shamed oh that, my god that's not what i'm i'm talking about the black lives okay Matter okay yeah i think yeah that that's kind of that's, we to- that's a hate a hilarious but totally separate we'll, we'll sidebar to that we'll go to it in a bit i do a think one. Uh, like I, as much as I would trash them thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like I, I have I have to at least respect that. At, I, I at, think while I laugh at it. I think that's most people. Like the um I just fucking text came up and just distracted me on my screen. Um Oh, have, have you seen anybody? I don't think I have. I've been trying to think about it. Anybody say defund the police and be more loud and make more noise about what's going on other than middle-aged privileged women. So no. 90, 95% of the posts, and I, very few of them are African-American, 95% plus are our age plus 20s, early 30s, privileged women who are making all this noise. It's got nothing to do with what black people want to see happen to the police. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. I'm, I want to touch on, because uh, I, I don't want to segue totally away from that Barstool piece. Um, so I don't know if you guys, I mean, I know you guys all follow the Barstool accounts and shit, so I don't know if you saw uh, what, what happened, but it was this fucking no-name kid, Muj, M-U-J. I saw, I saw that yeah. tweet that you sent. I'd never heard of him in my life. Never yeah. heard of him in my life, right? Yeah. That was... I mean, this example and the next thing I'm going to talk about are really the reason why us three, you know, make fun of this kind of shit is because it's so fucking hypocritical and it, it, the virtue signaling is so obvious and so mockable that we can't, I can't help but make fun of this stuff. Yeah. So that kid tweets, right? I'll, I'll read just a, a little bit of it um, if I can find it here. I have it right here, Ty. It's from 617. Yeah. 617 report. I can go, read go, it if you want. Go ahead. Um, All right. So the quote is, how pathetic would it be if I continue to support and work for those whose beliefs so staunchly oppose my own? Right. Right. So great, that, great that was his. Of it. It, was a, it was a whole fucking page <laughs> thing, but I think that's a pretty good uh, clip. Yeah. And uh, again, like, I, I can't even begin to get into how ridiculous that statement is. And I know, Adam, I don't know if it was that tweet or not, right? But I think it was where he said, were you ever going to explain exactly what Barstool stands for that you so staunchly oppose? Yeah, so it, I like, think right beneath that is, is exactly which beliefs of at Stool Presidentes staunchly oppose your beliefs. Exactly, right? And when has Dave ever said that you can't speak about anything you believe in? Right, so totally disingenuous, right? Because he's never going to have to answer that question. Nope. Exactly what beliefs do you staunchly oppose? Um, he, but he gets, and, to th- he gets to just throw it out there and be like, all right, I'm done. But like, right. I'm not going to answer any questions say, about it. I'm the good guy. Yep. I'm awesome. I like, stood up I'm against a, the big bad portnoy. Right. I'm not afraid to stand up for black lives and everyone else that works for Barstool is afraid. And then just retweets a bunch of like football players who he plays video games with and retweets everybody who's telling him, amen, bro. Like we stand with you. Like we appreciate you. Like you're the man, you're a legend. Retweet, and retweet, then, retweet, retweet, retweet. Right. And, and then, then cancel culture <laughs> poetic, fucking po- comes back, baby. Poetic justice. I love that. It was, it's awesome. We the justice warriors, are, they're going to gonna get you. They're going to find you. You want to come out and fucking make a statement, right? Be fucking ready for people to go and dig up your shit. And in what? Two hours or less after him posting <laughs> yeah, that? It's been incredible, these three types of situations. Shots flood the internet of uh, him dropping the N-word, of him calling people gay. I love him it. Him saying, uh, I, there was other ones, um, like shaming women. Like, like oh just, my God. 
in, in less than two hours. It's like, dude, did you even think for one goddamn second about what you were doing before you did it? Nope. And how it was going to come across. Not right. one bit. No. And he gets he the colonoscopy effect of just like digging in there. They're going to find it. If you <laughs> that, that's a cliff. <laughs> if you are going to, you are going to be exposed. If you and are going to make gonna a stick strong, something up your colon, I'm going to look, dig. I'm going to find it. I'm going <laughs> to put a camera up your colon, your Twitter colon. I'm going to find it. And sure enough, within, within less than a day, it, it, he's, he's canceled. That's what the Twitter mob is good for. And we'll say, yes. And again, he's got so much balls and guts, right? To stand up to the man and stand for black lives and not work for Barstool Sports, a place that it couldn't be more open. And, you know, I I wouldn't say couldn't be more diverse, but they've got plenty of, you know, black people who are in content, you know what I mean? Doing their own thing. Mm -hmm. That's their motto. That's what they stand for is, we're going to let you come in. We're going to, you can just do what you're, you know, what you're best at. Which and you feel like that's when you think about it. He's not ballsy enough though, to answer anyone on Twitter or right. come back and say, yeah, you know what? That is kind of hypocritical of me. Like I own that shit. I'll be better. He, he won't even say that he's, he's been silent. The last thing you see from him is another retweet about how awesome he is. Oh my God. It, it's just it. unbelievable. It's just poetic justice. And this is um, this is might be my favorite example of poetic justice, just because of the video, which you guys won't be able to see, but the audio is just as good. And I don't, I'm sure you guys saw it, but uh, that that Harvard student who got fired from her job recently about what she said uh, on a TikTok video. Have you guys heard of that? I don't know if I did. I might okay. if I saw the video. I might know. All right. No, so it's this hard. She's currently enrolled in Harvard, I believe. Um, and she posts this TikTok video two weeks ago or so, and I'll play it for you here. But some some pretty like intense shit she says on the TikTok video. Uh, people, you know, call for her job, and then she reacts. So I'll, I'll play you the video. Um, it's a quick one because it was a TikTok. Uh, but again, this was probably posted last week. I think I saw it. Um, let's see. What one do I want here? All right, this is her, the TikTok video. The next person who has the sheer nerve, the sheer entitled caucasity to say all lives matter, I'm going to stab you. I'm going to stab you. And while you're struggling and bleeding out, I'm going to show you my paper cut and say, my cut matters too. Oh, my God. (laughs) Caucasity, that's a new one. My God. Yeah. So, right. I mean, just like stereotype. Yeah. Just, just like everything we were talking about, you know, there's, there's no consequences, right. Traditionally for people on that side that want to say the most radical things possible. And that's pretty radical. Like, do we, do, do I think she's being serious? Of course not. But you want to play that game about being on the side and you know, for a fact that if she had the opportunity, She'd do the same thing to, you know, a conservative, right? That posted a video like that. And so this is her reaction. This is her reaction after getting canceled. I know this is what Trump supporters wanted um, because standing up for Black Lives Matter 
put me in a in a place online to be seen by millions of people. The job that I had worked really hard to get and meant a lot to me. Just called me and fired me because of everything. Um, I don't know if everyone's seen, but it's been circulating a lot. Um, my Black Lives Matter TikToks were picked up by conservatives and spread and shared and people were demanding that I be fired, which I, I just got. <laughs> My job that I worked really hard for. Like how? Like put those liberal tears in a glass. I will drink those in one gulp. I love it. Yeah, absolutely love it. It, it, It's just I, I I could. That's like that should be on a poster for you know. I I was saying to Erica the other day. It's like, is it any surprise that that generation, the twenty-two year olds, twenty-three year olds, twenty-four year olds. That generation, Chris's generation, was the participation trophy generation. I was that's thinking the same thing right before you said that. Is this the trickle down of participation trophies? That that's I'm sure. Yeah, I think it's part of the mentality. Thing. It's like you it's all fun and games till it happens to you and you stomp mm-hmm. and cry and whine. And of course, because that side is just fucking nuts, they're like go funding her. And, you know, they're trying to help. And it's just like, why? Like, that's what should happen to you. If you're going to be loud and vocal and say stuff and try to bring down other people for saying the wrong thing. And then every every action is equal. You call them out. Equal and opposite reaction. Right. Like her saying, like, it was picked up by conservatives and they tweeted it and shared it. It's like, yeah, like, that's exactly what cancel culture is. You idiot like you yeah. have to she has to know that as she's saying it into the camera it's like that. it's like they they have this invincibility mindset after they put that stuff out there it's like well nobody right could possibly, i have a shield yeah like i i have this liberal shield where i can just say well look i stood up for black lives matter i stood up for this I stood up for right that. you're not going to fucking cancel me for standing yeah. up for black you, lives you can't matter, do no it and then sure it sure enough and as it's a noble cause and obviously like i think any normal thinking person would support that, but in the way that they do it, they don't expect any blowback. And when it happens, they're just like they're stunned. Right? They're floored. They, 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 they're they can't, crying. They can't ima- yeah, they can't. And saying imagine. I worked so hard for that job. Well, it's like, well, hey, why don't you fucking think about that now? The next time you try to cancel somebody that says one, you know, insensitive or you know, a, a, makes a comment that offends you. Or said something from ten or twelve years ago, and you just happen to dig up something, and you're right. going to put. Maybe it into now you con- won't call for them to be fired, right? right? You won't join the mob. Like, oh, it's so great. Oh, yeah, but you know, again, n- nobody will talk about it. You know, no. just get swept on. Goes the against the agenda. It goes yeah. against the the momentum of the movement and all. So yeah, it, it's not going to get brought up, except um, on working title. Oh, so, we're not afraid you- to go anywhere, baby. <laughs> Well, want to use that as a segue to talk about some real problems, like what's happening to the people in Hong Kong as we talk about our fake problems in America. Let's do it. Lay it out. So, um, Ty, have you followed anything? with the- some Celtics? Yes. Yeah, sure. Okay. Have, have you followed anything in the news about Hong Kong over the last couple of weeks or no? Uh, headlines. This is pretty fucking headlines. wild. Dude, it, it's <laughs> yeah. terrifying. It is. It so, really is. It's a movie. Uh, like I, I'm no Hong Kong expert by any means, but like the the long story of how Hong Kong became Hong Kong and not part of China was it was um, part of China, and after the opium 
wars whenever that was i think 1800s or early 1900s late, late 18 early 19 that's, it. that's pretty good yeah I guess. there you go um <laughs> that was so you researched this right before we came on i swear to god i didn't <laughs> uh, um so th- there was some type of deal made pretty much to end the war and to keep china buying opm from great britain where great britain got hong kong in return and you had mao china directly next to you with a tunnel connecting it british colonial run hong kong as a democratic country, one thrived and became the capitalistic center of Southeast Asia, and China was China, right? Up until, what, 20 years ago was China. nothing. Um, so it was like a 50-year deal or a 100-year deal. The deal expired, and it was maybe five, six years ago, they fort, um, transitioned back to China with a deal called Two Parties, One Country. So pretty much they will continue to be a democratic-run country with capitalism. However, there is some level of like oversight and influence from China because they help like fund stuff. So, and that was supposed to be another 25 years or 50 years, one of those two. I'm losing tie. Eyes are closed. All right, this is when it gets interesting. I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> So you guys obviously heard about all the Hong Kong protests all over the past year or so, right? Yeah, the the yeah. reason those happened is because Chong Kong. I said Chong Kong. Chong Kong? Please China, make that a sound bite, sound bite. China started extraditing people without permission for crimes committed in Hong Kong. And there is no judicial process in China. You are arrested. Your court case happens behind closed doors. And people go to jail and disappear and their families disappear. So that's what people are protesting. We will not let them extradite people into China. And over the last six months or so, China has pretty much bought enough politicians to put in all of these laws that passed about a week ago, where now China can not only extradite people, there are Chinese police stationed throughout Hong Kong, and there are now these like super vague laws of anything you do that it shows as a protest or sign or speaks poorly of the Chinese Communist Party you'll be arrested and brought to China to have your sentence. So, so you, they're basically in China. They're not so, just in that, China. That's, like, that's status quo in China. So Correct. They're, they're so just, so they, just they went from a free country overnight to if they do anything wrong, they're now under the reach of communist China, which has concentration camps for Muslims right now. Like That's how messed up China is. So you have millions of people who are protesting on the streets – and live a normal life just like we do. Like I've been to Hong Kong. It's very normal, super modern, et cetera. And now these people are fearing for their lives if it's caught of them tweeting, posting photos or videos of them protesting that them and their families are going to disappear. That's like North Korea shit. Dude, it's literally North Korea. That's North Korea. Yeah. But but they've they've taken James on their side. I know, right? But they've they've taken big communist guy. The capitalist headquarters of Southeast Asia and it is now gone, just like that. How fucking terrifying is that if you're living in Hong Kong? Now, I was going to ask, do you know what the policy is there? Like, can you leave China and, you know, emigrate to another country? You know, is there like, Can around? you leave Hong Kong and go yeah, to emigrate they, to another country? Yeah. Or if, or if you China, can get a visa. Rather, China. Why would they can leave you, China if they're in Hong Kong? No, no, no. I I'm think saying, just as asking a Chinese in general. citizen. Chinese, you know, resident, can you just up and leave without would, like notifying the government? No, the you government need to have any. 
well, you, you need to get, to get a visa. Yeah. So like U.S., we have it easy because we have visas pretty much everywhere. Like most poorer countries, China, India, you know, even the Philippines, like it's a government-approved process to be able to leave and go to another country. So if they wanted to, they could stop people from Hong Kong from leaving, or could they? Do they yeah, have that it, power? They, yeah, they could literally yeah. kidnap them in their sleep. Well, it sounds like that Chinese government is just like that a big cloud over Hong Kong. So all of the, all of China's status quo things with the government are being applied to the citizens of Hong Kong. So yeah, I guess that that's, that's pretty accurate. And it, not even just with like oversight of their watching. Now their police are patrolling the streets. Do you think we do anything about it? That That's what I think is like, what's the mm. political reaction? They've already obviously like Pompeo said like, this is not good, et cetera. But like, I doubt we do anything about it. To, to me, as, this as horrible no, as that sounds, right? But this is no different to me than like Russia annexing a country. Yeah, right? well, that's maybe no different than any country taking over another. It's terrifying, and that—that's what China has slowly been doing. Like you've seen, they've taken over part of the Philippines, just claiming it's theirs because it's the China Sea, right? Yeah, and well, they, they've, they've been building islands, yeah, and then they're they're using like the loophole, like you know, the amount of sea or th that is considered your territory within like the span of the island i forget i forget how many like nautical miles yeah. it, it is but yeah they, they've been doing that for a while now and it, it, it's been like you know the the un i know has been like yeah you guys need to stop doing that just like no i'm not going to stop doing it because they know that i think china's well aware that who, who's gonna who's gonna challenge them like truly challenge them right like challenging them will mean a world war it's it's world war three and similar yeah. to the whole russia thing that happened a few years ago and economic disaster for the Who's world. Who's going to back China, though, is what I want to know. Like, It'd would be Russia, Russia really China, probably Iran, China? North Korea. Yeah. That, that would be like the equivalent of the Axis. Those are the only communist countries left. And Russia's nah. not shit these days, but Iran and fucking China I wouldn't fuck with. And even I North Korea, they have, wipe, million, they have a million... We could wipe Iran out in a second, couldn't we? We could, yeah. But they have nukes. And Iran, not Iran, North Korea, I was reading the other day, they compared their military versus south korean military north korea has over a million soldiers because all men have a 10-year mandatory military sentence when they turn 18 yeah 25 percent of their gdp funds their their um military sounds like a blast <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so it's going to be super interesting to see like what's the trickle down right, well, effect what if you're president what do you do because it's going to be an executive order you know what i mean it has to be signed off on by the president I don't, I don't know, right? I think this is like if, if you ever watched the World War II documentaries of how much everybody walked on eggshells letting yeah. Hitler take over countries before actually starting the war, I think it's going to be that situation again. How far will people let this happen and them overreach before somebody steps in and says enough is enough? And so How long who, had the war, uh, like how long had it been going on before we jumped in at World War II? Two, three years? I mean, well, the French Adam? jumped in first, right? French and then the British. Well, when 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 um, Hitler invaded when Hitler invaded Poland is when the war officially started because the British and the French were like yeah like yeah, like the the whole thing started with Poland. So I mean, people have different years as to when it started. I want to say that was nineteen thirty eight or thirty nine. I, I thought it was thirty nine, but yeah, okay. Yeah, thirty like yeah. So one of those when when they when they invaded Poland, that's when the war technically started. I guess for Europe at least, but. Right, you know, we didn't land until 42. 41, yeah, 41. Yeah, so it, it, was, it took us a while. So I think based off of that example, Ty, like just Ty said, um, 
Ty just said is what I meant to say. <laughs> Until nice. it like nice. physically affects us. And I'm, I'm not talking about economics because I don't know. I, I don't think that's a big enough draw in. Like until Pearl Harbor happened, I mean, we were eventually going to get involved, but not as quickly we didn't as want we to. would have expected. Yeah. No, Nobody wanted not. us. Nobody yeah. wants that. I mean, the, the, I know the U.S. gets like a rap of like this colonial country. At least it was at one point. And then after like, you know, the like just before World War One broke out, we kind of were like very isolationism like that. That's what we wanted to do. We wanted to keep out of everyone's problems and worry about the U.S. problems. But when, when you're attacking your home soil, things have to change. You have to have an answer for that. So, yeah, I, I don't think we do anything monumental unless no, China, has, China has the balls to come at us like Japan right. uh, had. My question balls. that Jared so cleverly avoided was, what do you do? Do you let them get overrun and watch it happen, or do you step in? Because there's no isn't, in between. It's just going to be a polarizing. Isn't this what the UN was this. meant to do to 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 defuse these situations internationally? So not like so not one country has to be the one to to do something. I mean, I know the United States is is a leader in a lot of ways. Like people based on their decisions off of what we do. But this is what the UN was created. Like yeah. was it not? But but what are the UN's levers? saying don't do that and sanctions no i know it, it, I, right? I know the ua is not not ua the un is not as powerful as it should be and there are many examples you can cite since it formed in 1945 where you can clearly see it didn't it hasn't really you know lived up to the hype that it initially had but it, it's it's crazy like th that's why we created a united nations to avoid things like this but it has, you know, like you is said, China they, they in have, the UN. I mean, I, honestly, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not going to, I, no I can't really either. go through. I'm not sure either. I, I think I mean, they, they might they have just well, became part of the UN pretty recently. They definitely weren't in the UN immediately. They were definitely a late, you know, they, so they, they, has yeah, my they question been them. answered yet or no? I, th I think that our answer is we would try and address it with diplomacy first. I don't yeah. think anybody's starting a world war. I'm no. asking you, world all right, it's come to the point where <laughs> either they're going to get overrun or, you know, not just us, it would be us and other countries step in, yeah. do something. I'm asking you, we're already at the point where diplomacy is not going to do anything. What do you do as president? I think the world would be a better place without China because this is just one small example of them doing what they're doing. Like that tweet I sent you guys today about, Oh, Nike's taking their uh, Redskins merchandise off their website, but all their shoes are literally made from Muslim eager people in concentration camps in China. Like, so, I'm all in favor of, I, I'm not going to say just, blow them up. Ty but, just, he refuses to give I'm, me yes or no. Well, I'm not going to say I'm going to nuke them. That's not what I'm saying. But I would, military intervention yes. to overthrow the government, I would, I would be in favor of. Wow. That would be a massive domino I, effect, would, and I, it, that'd be terrifying. But, I mean, at some point, I mean, well, how, here's another question. Do you think our president would do something like that? But before we, before we jump into that, um, fuck, I just lost my train. <laughs> Go ahead. Right. No, no, I'm just asking, like, like let's, let's use our current president as an example. Oh, I, I thought think. of it. I remembered it. I remembered. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> Chris riding sorry, the fucking sorry. Morelli roller coaster. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so then, then we can get into Adam's point, but... I think if we don't do this, in short time, China, if we let them, will be the world superpower and have way more power than we will. 
and because they'll take wow. it. Because I think that they have way more people than we do. They have just as many access to resources. And I think if they continue to just expand, like they're supporting most of the Eastern part of the world right now, where the U.S. used to always be people jumping in and helping the Philippines, all these other countries, India, China does all that now. They're building that inner world railroad. Yeah, but going they to don't go- have more people. I mean, they, they might population-wise, I don't know. but They have way more. Us, China has no, no, way more us people. And the U.K., and you know what I mean? Uh, all those countries. I mean, I don't know for France, sure, but they I, made, I, I, I would love to look up the numbers just because now I'm curious about that. They have 1.4 billion people. China we is have 300 massive. Million. China is fucking massive. Like it, it's, massive. it's on a, it is, it's, it's, it's insane how many people are. But my point is we're not fighting it one for one battle, but I wasn't no, talking no. about being a world power in terms of military might. So the majority of their country, their world, their country is still in poverty and lives in huts. But if they continue the pace they're at now, eventually all of those cities are going to be economic cities that have GDP, and they're going to be a more economically powerful country than the U.S. if we let them be. So I, I guess the question is, do you, would you rather fight now or later? You know, now. I, 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 that's what I mean. Like, and I think that that's been a mindset. That was a mindset of World drafted. War One. I'd, I'd fuck up some Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jerry. What happened is Jerry he'd go over there like, uh, as the messenger. He'd be the one carrying the mail. I can see Jerry being a Benedict Arnold and just like who's that? A, a person that changed sides in the American Revolutionary War. If it like join the to, Chinese, I think you just. I think you would join no. the Asian coalition of countries just because. Like, I love this place. Uh, fuck no, it, he, I'm just gonna he, join. He would turn into like Chinese folklore. Like he would. <laughs> And like finding Damon his wife the over there, he'd, be, he'd find his wife over there, and then he would feel so compelled to like save all these innocent Chinese, and he'd have an underground railroad. It's like the Last and, Samurai. It's literally yeah. like that's like the plot of the Last Samurai. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, that's probably what. Yeah. So, so I, 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 is the Last Samurai. <laughs> <laughs> but to get back to Adam's point, do we have a a president who would do that? I don't think in a million years Trump would do anything to no. his boy E or whatever his name is. I, I don't yeah. see it happening. If it was another country, I, I mean, like I can't see like any. Like, we we are too, decide to go to fucking war with them. War both with, countries, war with both war countries are too far in bed with each other. Like think about it. Like think about how many different ways we're linked. I, I do think it could hopefully. I I, I don't know how like uh, procedurally, but hopefully diplomacy can figure this shit out. You know what I mean? We I would put so. a little fucking leverage on them, you know, in some form or fashion. You know, you know, you know to... why, why else we probably wouldn't do it? So I'm just thinking, like, the same reason the NBA refused to talk down about China because of the money Ooh. at stake. Good segue. Do, does the corporate America and you know, the corporate establishment have enough power over D.C. where they would say, hey, that's trillions of dollars in sales and revenue for our companies? We are not fucking that up. We are not going to war with those guys. I could totally see that happening. I would say that that, that's one of the many reasons why it's not going to happen. Yeah. They'll stand stand for wokeness, but not against China. Yeah. I I just feel bad for people in Hong Kong, man. Like, I've met a handful of people in Hong Kong. It is. Imagine literally being scared that people are going to kidnap your family in the middle of the night now. When you were a free free country a week ago. I know this country isn't perfect, but luckily we don't have to worry about stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so I thought it was a good segue. Basis. All we're worried about, well, cancel culture. <laughs> before I before we get off Team America, um, dude, I watched the Patriot for the first time in years the other day. 
great movie. I was so fired up. Oh, it's awesome. I, you know, because it was it was last week, I think. It was um like a couple of days before the 4th. And I'd seen it on Netflix, and I wanted to watch it, wanted to watch it. And, you know, she, Erica hadn't seen it. Um, or at least I don't think she has. And I was like, got to watch this. I feel like everybody was forced to watch that at some point in like middle yeah, school or high school. It's like one of those. Like, I think I watched it in school. Yeah. Yeah. I just felt this overwhelming sense. Like with everything <laughs> going on, everyone's shitting on this country. I just felt this incredible sense of like pride and like nationalism. You know what I mean? And just like, I mean, God, like, yeah. this is well, war brings people together, man. Not, I think we, we our generation hasn't do. had a real problem. That's why we are the way we are. Yeah. Yeah. So we're a bunch yeah, of candy I mean, asses just, compared to like the greatest candy. gen. Yeah. Not that I want to go to war, but like, no. dude, I'm telling you, we go to war against some damn Chinese. We're going to forget about cancel culture real quick. <laughs> 90s just, Mel Gibson was awesome to the oh, Patriot yeah, yeah. and oh. Braveheart. Like, like, Mel Gibson won the American Revolution and gains Scottish independence in one decade. Like, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's your fucking dream. That that's that's amazing. But awesome uh, yeah, movie. I just had to mention that. No, yeah. that's um, great, was, great like, film. I actually, I honestly watched that like, like maybe like a month ago. I was at Ask Emma, but uh, Emma, when did we watch that? Like a month ago. Yeah. So it's funny how you watched that recently too, because I was also watching that. I don't feel that enough, which kind of makes me sad. Yeah, I agree. But, like, and I don't think a lot of people do just because it's, you know, it's not something we, we, we talk lose about. Perspective. But yeah, like just this sense of like, God, like America is fucking awesome. Like I'm the way this Netflix. country got founded, like, and, and I get like, I, like everything everyone's bringing up about what was going on that, that, that time. Like, but that's just the way it was in the world, whatever. Like there's yeah. nothing we can do. Say, I'm surprised Netflix it, hasn't canceled the Patriot because I know. it cites slaves. It it, it so. doesn't take away from me though the fucking balls these guys have, the incredible like community sense of sack and just you know they were that, felt that's a great so line. strongly that, that they were getting treated unfairly, you know what I mean? And that they weren't being represented, you know, and still being fucking taxed, and this is their land. They came here. You know what I mean? And they're like, no, you know what? This is ours. Enough with this. And they fucking rallied together. Don't like, tread on I, me. That was great about the Patriot too, right? Was they had a, a slave fighting alongside them. And mm-hmm. you know, they had said like, hey, if you do your service, you'll be free. And the you know, slave was probably not for the same reasons that the other guys were. But he was like, <laughs> all right, let's fucking do this, man. And like, he even stayed longer. Together. He stayed longer than he was supposed right. to. We're in this together, yeah. and it was just such a good feeling. Yeah. I wish I had that feeling more. You, you, need, you need those movies, that, and, and that's the reason why cinema is such a powerful thing, because it gets – like, you, you can't watch current events and get that kind of feeling, usually, because yeah. unless a, a major event happens, like World War II, which we're most likely or probably like never going to see. Or, or 9-11, a, yeah. which obviously Marathon we all remember bombing, and experience. Right? Yeah. Like, it, it takes something like that, a horrible thing, to bring everyone together. Yeah. I still don't know how we won or that Mel Gibson. War. Dude, weren't we like outnumbered like ten to one and outresourced like a hundred to one, something crazy like that? Oh, we were so close. Yeah, to it was a two hundred story. Dude, we, we are started fighting like dogs, baby. America Guerrilla is warfare, a miracle, baby. dude. Yeah, we we went from a fly on the back of Great Britain to the greatest power the world has ever seen. We yes! took on the big dogs. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> we took on the big dogs. Let's go to war with China. I'm pumped right now. <laughs> and what's funny is that, like, if you look at the battles that we won, we won literally, like, three battles 
out of like right, I don't want to something too much today. I know I'm just saying we, we won the ones we had to win and they were the most pivotal victories and that's why we won it's start it's calling amazing. China the United States of China <laughs> <laughs> basketball basketball where what are we we're three weeks away Dude, it's not happening. I'm convinced oh, sports no? are not happening. I'm getting man. a little. I'm getting worried because so am I. Florida is. I don't. I don't care how they try to do this. Does they're 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 gonna they're probably gonna be testing, like every day or like every week. I should it's not every every day, but like every week. And I can just see like players like playing one week and then not playing the next week because even if assuming it does happen because they they test positive or something like that. I I kind of agree with Jared. I really hope he's wrong, but I I do have a feeling that I hope I'm wrong too. Well, it could just you know by July 31st when it's supposed excuse me when it's supposed to start when I'm supposed to be watching the Celtics at six o'clock that night. It's not going to be happening. Baseball's already a shit show. Like, did you see all the headlines from today and yesterday? Of the doctors who are supposed to do the testing not showing up, results not coming back in time to get like guys practice, and this is day one. <laughs> so I hopefully it, that they can work through that. But I think it starts and then falls apart almost immediately because I don't understand what they're going to do when someone tests positive and just played the night before. And you have to all quarantine for two weeks because everyone played on the same floor as that person. Yeah. I don't know. So that's just going to derail it immediately. There's, there's so many questions. And even them throwing this together, it almost doesn't seem real that, like, they're going to be having this, like, tournament. It's like an AAU tournament, essentially. They're all going to be playing, like, in, like, two or three different gyms and everything. It just – it all just seems like a dream. It's just, like, weird. It just seems like a gimmick. Yeah, I, I think it's just, they're desperate for for revenue, avid revenue, and for money. I think that's why. And I think Disney is. I think Disney also is like feeling, hey, like this is a great opportunity for us to get a little bit of cash flow because they. Yep. I mean, I, I forgot the the actual numbers, but I. There it was, was a lot. Like, it was like a hundred million or something crazy like that, or a million a day. I was gonna say it was it was in the millions of 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 dollars that they were losing per day. And obviously Disney is massive and they can withstand a hit like that, but not forever. Not for two years. If this not for two years. Year. So, yeah, I mean, I think that they also jumped on this opportunity with their own self-interest in mind, which is fine. I mean, I get it. Like you, you guys need something to, to keep, to keep things going. But yeah, it, it wasn't like this COVID wise when this was, you know, at least so this means no of. football then too. I wouldn't be surprised. It, I, yeah. I it mean, basically it means no sports of any kind at all until a proven vaccine is and, and they And they available. can spread this vaccine throughout the world and make and what, six and, billion right. vaccines. And what's kind of funny right no now is next year. I'm I mean, literally going to jump off a bridge. <laughs> if I'm stuck working from home with no sports for the next two years and I'm not getting laid somehow. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> Dude, they and I have think those too, dolls like, nowadays that almost look human. Not what I'm looking for. <laughs> I think what I think when you think about it too, like around this time of year, I'm not really watching any sports because baseball, yeah, like you know, doesn't do it for me. I'd rather the NBA would be lay out in the grass and watch it grow than watch a baseball game. <laughs> exactly. Ba- basketball would have already been finished. Um, so like th- this time of year, it doesn't feel weird, but. If if it's come August, September, October, dude, and no football. If I am not watching Red Zone on Sundays and watching and, the and Washington Redtails and get 
and getting upset about my Panthers on a weekly basis, I am not – I don't know I, I don't know what's going to happen to me. It's not going to be good. It's not going to be good for anyone. So college football. Emma's probably going to leave me. Like, it's, it's just going to be terrible. <laughs> it's just going to be an awful set of circumstances if there is no football. Oh. And it's going to happen. How we just laid it out. Don't say it's going to happen yet until it happens. Don't ruin it. Ty, you in Texas are the problem. (laughs) Wear a mask. (laughs) Wear a fucking mask. How are they going to do it when one person, that's all it takes, one person to have played the game the night before, get infected, or, or even better yet, plays a game, gets to realize he has COVID, uh, after two games, they play on a Thursday, you know what I mean, and uh, a Sunday, so it's a short week. And then they figure out he was positive for COVID. They, they're gonna That's have like to test the NBA did in the game, beginning. Dude. They're, they're going to have to. It's going to be literally a test. Yeah, for MLB, for every- they're testing before every practice. Yeah, but so. my point is someone can test negative. Like, can't they test negative prior to, like, showing symptoms? I'm or sure the testing, is not, yeah, the testing is it's not 100% accurate. It's definitely not perfect. Yeah, it's not where it needs to be. So, yeah, I mean, like, they could, they could test. They could be negative one day, but then they might still be developing. The virus might still be growing. And then two days later, right before a game, they test positive. And, it's not like, they, and like you said, they can't just say, all right, well, you're not playing, but everyone else is good. They can't do that. They have to assume that at least a handful more people have it. They're going to be in such close quarters. It's – oh, man. I literally might like buy a camper van and just go live in the woods if this is what the world is like in for another two years. Dude, I'm gonna go like, fish. There's nothing we can do to stop it. Like that's the worst part. There's, there's screaming about wearing the mask. Yes, you're right. That that is it what helps. we need to do to slow the spread. But it doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't nope. mean things change. Like everyone's like, wear a mask so we can have sports. Like, nah, man, that's not how it works. Well, it's like wear a mask and then a billion other things have to happen and go right that are totally out of our control. No, and the we'll only thing that can happen to stop it is if we literally all don't get leave it. our house. Or we all get it. Right. And, get and we haven't heard anything, or I haven't heard anything about whether you're still uh, able to, like if you're immune from it. I've heard, I've heard conflicting it. reports. I have no idea. That's, that's a huge piece of the puzzle. Yeah. If you're not immune to it and you can catch it again, then that person just gets recycled back into the population. Right. And if that how, the hell did this, how did this become the new normal? It's, I don't know. Man. I never Someone would have decided to cook a, a fucking mil- bat and eat dude, it. In a million years, I never would have thought this would happen in our lifetime, ever. Dude, I w- it was at my doorstep, and I said, this is crazy that people are reacting this way, and if yeah. this affects my personal life, I'll be pissed. <laughs> And we're now how many months later? And it's if this July. changes things, I'm gonna four I'm gonna be months really later. Out. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, I'm st- I'm grateful though that I can at least go out and you know have a meal outside or have a drink outside. Yeah, we, we can like for now as well. We just yeah. hope that that, that can't change. That can't change. Dude, I don't know, man. Numbers are getting really, really bad. Dude, people will fucking revolt if they reverse and go backwards and reinstall Didn't they already the kind of do that, Ty? Order? Didn't with, they already do that in with Texas? certain things? Oh, okay. Only but with, like, like, numbers, right? I mean, they did okay. in terms of bars. They said bars have to close, but 
people can still go drink at a restaurant. Right. You know I mean? Okay. Really... So they just they just dialed it back slightly. Not, yeah. Not yeah. Florida too. They closed gyms. They closed ba- closed bars. But California there are cities closed inside dining. Right. There okay. are cities in South Texas I saw on the news that you know are getting pressure to put a citywide lockdown back in place. And if that fucking happens, dude, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. We all are. Because here's my thing. Here's my thing is if you look, I just looked today. You know who has the highest death rates? Um, Now, it all makes sense mathematically. um, But the highest death rates um, for COVID in the country are, let's see, Number one is New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, Mass, Rhode Island, DC. Because we had all the we had all the big numbers early, right? And like Texas is twelfth on the list, like twelfth from the bottom. Because you guys haven't haven't had the trickle down effect yet of all the cases being in hospitals and shit. We're having like, it right now. Yeah, and, pe- and I, I bet you in next week and the week after when we talk, you guys will be above where we are. No way. Not death rate, dude. I bet, that doesn't why not? make sense. Well, yeah, death, death rate doesn't have as much to do with population, though. That, that's I, not a little... No, but, no, no. So death what, rate has to do with out of the number of confirmed cases, here is how many people died. No, so yeah, I get... What like Texas I'm saying, it doesn't is doing matter, is like, showing... I know it doesn't matter. It's just, it shows, I think, the more true nature of this virus is that it is, you know, deadly, but only to a very small amount of people. The elderly. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we said it a million times. And so I think this only reinforces that people are sick. The, the uh, healthcare system is being overrun. That's why people need to wear a fucking mask. You know what I mean? And follow rules. Right. So it doesn't happen. But this is just reinforcing the fact that despite a massive surge in cases, the death rate is only continuing to drop. And it's just showing that, hey, I know early projections were death rate of three to four percent. And it's trending at like a half a percent right now, even less than. Right. Well, I mean, hopefully that's continuing the case. And, you know, well, eventually we just need to say like, we we have to accept this as a nor- as a norm. We can't just continue to try and fight it until nobody's dying. You know what I mean? Yeah, because that's we're slowly going to get infected. Hopefully, you know. Unfortunately, there are going to be some people that don't have the immune system to fight it. But if we're doing the right things and wearing the masks, what else can we do? Like, if, do you guys have an answer to this? What else can we do to help those people who are vulnerable to this virus the only way we can help and i say we i'm not talking about us is you know like with the scientists and the doctors and all the biologists whoever are coming up with this vaccine until there's a vaccine there's really nothing else we can do that's my point yeah i know i i I get what you're saying i really do and and when you think about it like it's not like before covid people with weak immune systems were just like had you know only died of old age exactly right. yeah i mean yeah. like if you have a weak immune system you have a weak immune system it, it, it doesn't matter whether there's covid or not you, you can get the flu you can get you know right a, you may survive the flu because we we know more about it but sure yeah but it doesn't mean you know like you know someone can catch it and it, it may not matter 
whether you can get vaccinated or not because your body is too weak and your immune system is just not strong enough anymore, you can still be, you know, you can still be killed or just like extremely negatively affected by viruses. So yeah, I mean, you're right there until a vaccine is, is created and distributed on a massive scale. We just kind of have to, you know, hope people follow the rules and, and distance. And, and, and so if- to, yeah, to me that, that ultimately means you wear a mask where, you know, everyone is bought in it, We enforce the mask policy. If you're going indoors, I a hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. You know, you limit capacity. I still think they can limit capacity. You know what I mean? But you can't close down places. Like, I don't think they should have closed down bars. You just make people wear a mask. You know what I mean? And if, if vulnerable people are going into bars, what can you do? Right? It's, what can yeah. you, if you're someone that's vulnerable, you probably should avoid going to a public indoor space, no matter where it is. Because yeah, it becomes making your own independent decisions based on right your and age, if, your your likeness to catch the the virus, et cetera, et cetera. And if you're and if you're someone who has family members who are at risk, and you still choose to go to a bar, and then you get them infected and they die, like why do the rest of us have to be punished? Like when you're closing down bars for people making decisions on their own, like. I feel I like, yeah, I think, I think you're, you're saying what everyone else is saying. I, 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 I think again, like we always say, there's a vocal minority who, you know, just think that this virus is the most, you know, deadly thing we've ever come across and it's going to wipe all of us out. And, you know, we need to do everything humanly possible to stop the spread. And until it's stopped, until we have a vaccine, like life, life needs to pause. Well, and I think the only two voices we hear are the media who benefits off creating fear and outrage. So they are driving one narrative. The president in the White House who benefits from looking as good as possible, which is driving the total opposite narrative. And I'd say even like Fauci and those guys, like they're scientists, dude. They're just going to say facts, right? Like they're not going to say, you guys will be okay. Don't worry. A scientist would never say that, even if you right. will be okay, right? They'll say they're there's not a risk. To. <laughs> so, so, so there's, right. there's no voice other than those two extremes. And we're left to wade through all of that nonsense and figure right. out like what's the actual situation. Because yeah. I, I don't think either of those extremes have anybody's best interest in what they're communicating other than their own. And like everything else, right, it's somewhere in the middle. And, and I think the governors mm-hmm. are trapped in the same spots we are, where they don't know either. That was going to be uh, an idea. I was going to throw out a name for the podcast, somewhere in the middle. It's kind of where we oh, are in every, like fucking, that. That's every good. fucking decision that we ever made. Somewhere made. in the middle. <laughs> I'm in. I like it. All right. Is it official? Are we changing it? Is yeah. It from untitled to somewhere in the middle? I say we just keep a very fluid title and just keep changing it. <laughs> our fans will have to guess at what the search bar <laughs> on iTunes. Wait, which, what's the name again? Who am I downloading? Oh, they just fucking changed it last week. The last one lasted three days. So before we sign off, I'm assuming that's our last topic. Yeah, that's I, good. I think I was good to wrap up. Um, I mean, I'll riled up before bed. Right. Unrelated. To, I, I, know I was you got, going to bed in at least 10 minutes. Oh, Dude, I, gotta eat, I still got to eat dinner. I, I'm up for at least, I mean, I, I get up, at, I'm up at 5.30 every morning for work, but I'm going to be up to at least 10, 10.30. <laughs> but 
Ty, I know you said uh, next week you need to move to Monday. What if we just moved it to Monday? How is, cool is that? I'm, is all, that? I'm always way more like recharged and ready to talk on Mondays and like Sundays and I'm hungover. And well, yeah, and, the other, and the other part too tired. is just like, you know, like on Sundays, you know, like it, it's the summer. Like if it was the winter, like we're not doing shit on Sundays, at least not outside. We're going to be inside. But like out in the summer, I feel like most of us are doing stuff. So uh, how do you, what do you think about Mondays going forward? It's totally fine with me. All right. Yeah. I mean, and, and if that becomes a problem, whatever, but you know, we can, we can deal with it. But I think Monday, Monday seems to be a solid day too. Cause the know, meeting I made at which I don't know if I'll be able to do it. Cause it didn't work. Um, I made, like, I tried to make a reoccurring meeting on Mondays. Um, okay. So we can, we can, we'll just leave it there. Yeah. Um, Mondays so yeah, sound can, good. Yeah. We can do that. I'm in. All right, boys. Good talk. I'm going to go finish Hamilton. <laughs> oh, we didn't You're even get to that. Oh, there, wow. there, there, there's not much to talk about. So Just, I'm, gonna, I'm not. It, I, musicals aren't for me. I'm actually gonna watch that because I actually have been wanting to watch it. Um, guess how long it is. If you had to guess how long a musical is, two and a half hours. Yeah, two and a half hours. That's way longer than <laughs> nailed I it. I thought it'd be like 45 minutes. Well, that was kind of a leading question, well, Jared. Yeah, 45 minutes, Jared. And guess how many words are not sung in the whole thing? Zero. Yeah. Two and a half hours of singing and dancing, but nothing else. Like you have to see through the, the you have to see through the 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 song and the lyrics. And you just go like, listen to what they're I saying. I mean, like the, the hip hop element is somewhat cool, um, but yeah, I can't watch people dance in colonial dresses <laughs> and fucking bibs for two and hours and two and a half hours. Two and a half well, hours like, is a, that's a long time. That, that is a long time. Insane is it was unanimously celebrated and loved. You know why? Because it was I, mostly a non-white. You cast. couldn't buy a ticket, like yeah. more than like you know, like I would say any less than half a year out, you could not buy a ticket. But even like I agree, Jared, and that's probably part of the reason it got some initial buzz. But it's been like a year and a half of this. Like <laughs> Hamilton is everything, and, and I like, kind of feel like I'm the only guy who's reviewed it and said like people really like this. Everybody on Twitter, like including like Feidelberg and these that's guys, what I mean. He's like, they're like, this, this is incredible. And like, like, dude, are I, we I, watching the same fucking I, thing? I, I, I tried twice, and I'm like 27 minutes in. You should uh, tweet that out, Jared, and see what happens. To each their own. I just like, there's no story. I mean, I, I, I think just can't I think there is a story. Singing. It's hard to follow when you're just singing and dancing. Yeah, it just that couldn't be less. I'll tr- I'll try it one more time. I'm gonna I'll Why? watch it this week and I'll I'll maybe, I can, maybe it'll click. <laughs> we we can give a review. Well, how about that? That can be part of Monday's show. We we'll can see if my review. opinion changes. Yeah, right. like power through it. I'm gonna I, watch I think it we too. Make that um, a semi regular thing is we'll do reviews. I don't want to steal too, like another fucking thing from hey, my take, but we emulate you know. the best and PMT is pretty damn good. PMT sucks right now. It's not great right now, but in general, if things are normal, they're, they're a fire podcast. Do you think if I put this on uh, po- the podcast app that we could get an, an initial bump and like be up there in the ratings? I'm ready, to happens, on the, I'm ready to put it on the podcast app. Yeah, I was looking into like how you do that. So I, I don't and, think it's very difficult at all. And what are we and I don't doing? think it costs um, us anything. You, the YouTube or the video, just put it on the YouTube or Vimeo or something? No, people don't need to watch us. I don't like that. I'll, what if we want to watch us? I'll do it. Jared, I'll do it if you want to. We already know, Jared, you're not going to watch it. I know. <laughs> Wait, you just, you you just like looking clear. at yourself? He's just going to put it on mute and just stare at himself. 
I stare at my lobster body right now. Yeah, lobster. But, so I'm gonna try to do that. I don't know really when because uh, I'm traveling, um, but I'll I'll try to you know see how uh, difficult of a process that is. And then we'll be officially official. Officially official as somewhere in the middle. I think that's pretty clever. I like that one. Good name. We do end up in the middle quite a bit. 